We are in the fourth Sunday of Easter, and we're also in the sermon series, which is Jesus is with us, is the overall theme for this particular series, the Easter preaching series. But today's particular theme is that the risen Lord is always accessible to us. And that's what we're trying to do. If Jesus is with us, if the risen Lord is accessible to us, then what we're trying to reflect upon is to see why are we not enjoying this? Why are we failing to miss the Lord's presence in our life? And how do we basically tend to go away from accessing Jesus when he's available to us? Whenever we are looking at the Gospel of John, he uses a lot of symbolism and he uses a lot of analogies. And today's Gospel is one of those beautiful examples of how he uses analogies and that are very symbolic of something much deeper. To understand the passage, we have to understand what was really happening at the time of John. John was trying to use analogies that people could connect with. So I am the bread, very common because that was the staple diet of people. The vine and the branches, that was also something that people were very used to. And then you have the sheep and the shepherd because that was the most common occupation at the time of Jesus. Now, they were very poor. The shepherds were very poor, and we see that at the time of the birth of Jesus. They were guarding their flock, guarding their sheep. And for them, because they were poor, they could not afford a sheepfold for themselves because they had something in the range of 100 to 200 sheep per shepherd. So many of the shepherds would come together, and together they would try to build a big sheepfold, and they would have their sheep go in for the night. And when it was time to take them out into the pastures for grazing, they would do that. Now, the particular thing over here is every shepherd knew his own sheep. So if there were 500 sheep over there, the shepherd could walk in and know exactly which 100 are his. He had that gift. That was the connection that he had with the, she with the sheep. Now, imagine if each shepherd had to go in, choose their sheep and come out. By the time all came out, it would be time to put them back in. So they had another way of doing it. What they did was they would go to the center of the sheepfold and make a particular sound. And then they would walk out and only the sheep that were familiar with that sound would follow them out. And that's what you have in the gospel. They recognize his voice and they follow him out. That's how they were bringing them out. And every time they were in their pastures, they would knew, know the shepherd from the voice. So now what we are calling ourselves to reflect upon is to take all that is being mentioned in today's passage and break it down. You have the voice, you have the sheepfold, and you have also Jesus as the shepherd. Now what are we really looking at when we talk about voices? So from what we have seen in the gospel and what I've just shared with you as a background to the gospel passage is what are the voices that affect us? How does Jesus basically talk to us? In what way do we experience Jesus in our daily lives, knowing when things are difficult? How do I know that that particular moment is Jesus talking to me? And at the same time, what we're called to reflect on is seeing what takes us away. So when we talk about voice, we're talking about a recognition. As we can see there, the, the sheep recognize the voice of the shepherd. And the second is distraction. So it's the voice that makes us come to Jesus and there's a voice that takes us away from Jesus. And therefore, when we talk about voices, it's not just external voices, but internal voices too that can affect us. 
So for example is anxiety, sadness, hopelessness, they're all voices that take us away from the voice of peace, which is Jesus in our lives, which is God. What is it that stops us from loving? That is another way of seeing who we are truly created to be and that's what the voice of Jesus allows us to come back to. That peace, that love that is always there for us. So what takes us away from it? So what are the distractions that we could have in our life? Distractions are important. My own therapist would tell me that all distractions are attractions. Meaning if you're able to understand what it is trying to tell you, you'll be able to find a voice through that and come to the center of who you're supposed to be or what you really need to do to enjoy peace. And I think that's what we're called to do today. So when we take this particular theme of today, which is the accessibility of Christ, is what are the opportunities we can give ourselves to allow God's voice to be present in our life? So for example, in a family, when we sit together for a meal or when we're sitting together to talk about life, that's a way in which you're allowing yourselves to create that pasture in which you can open yourself to God's voice in your life. No matter what is happening outside, you can always come back to that. And as we see it in the second reading also, there's this thing of being pulled astray. What is it that can pull us away from a good relationship with God? But I believe that in order to really enjoy a relationship with God, what we need to do is find ways to first build a relationship with God. Because the closer we are to God, that's the way we can understand him better and understand how he talks to us. The sheep and the shepherd, it's not something that happened overnight. It is the continuous interaction that the shepherd has with the sheep that allows the sheep to know that with this particular person, I am safe. And this particular person will always be there to protect me. And that's why it's always about coming to that sheepfold because in that connection, we have to be in link with God. A very good example of talking about how we are in link with God or in sync with God is take the Wi-Fi signal. It has a range. If you cross that range, you lose the signal. And it's the same way with God. What is it that allows us to be in that sync with God to realize that as long as I'm within this range and the sheepfold of God, I am at peace and I am protected. And I would like to end with this because I think towards the end of the passage, it's calling us to a relationship with God. Because it is in that relationship with God that we can allow ourselves to experience these voices, to know which is the voice of the good spirit and which is the voice that is trying to take us away from God. I may have used this analogy before and if I use it again today, please bear with me. But when it comes to the relationship with God, this is one example that I've used in my own life and I love sharing it with others. And it is Charles Blondin, the life of Charles Blondin who was this type rope walking artist, and he would walk across chasms that were much deeper. Today's people just walk across buildings and other things. This guy could really walk about these chasms, and it is available on Google if you ever check his name. So one time he was going this across two chasms, and when he completed it, and he was very unique. He would use a wheelbarrow, he is known to make tea, swing upside down while he was walking across these chasms, and it was something that people were always amazed by. And there was one example given where he reaches the end and everybody was like, you know, you are amazing, you are so good, you have got talents beyond all telling. And he would challenge people and he says, if you really believe I'm so good, who's willing to come with me? And nobody came because, you know, the risk that you're gonna take walking across a chasm, you will fall to your death. But his manager, Harry Concord, decided to go with him. 
and it's available on Google too, you'll find a picture of them going piggyback. So he goes piggyback on Charles Blondin and they make it across. Things were a little difficult, but they made it across. But it is not the journey that is important for me, it is what Charles Blondin tells Harry before they left. He says, Harry, you and I are now one. Be one with me in mind, body and soul. Do not try to balance on your own because if you try to balance on your own, we will both fall to our deaths. If I go left, you go left. If I go right, you go right. If I sway, you sway. Because if you try to balance and I'm trying to balance, we will both die. And I think for me, that is how I look at the relationship with God. It is the ability to go with God piggyback, to be in that sheepfold of protection, knowing that life is not going to be easy for us. But as long as we are going piggyback with somebody who knows how to take us through these difficult moments in our life, we will always be safe. And that's what the Good Shepherd does. He allows his sheep to know that they are safe as long as they are with him, and no matter what happens, no matter what distractions happens, they can always come back to him. And I think that's what the relationship of God is all about. It's a relationship that allows us to experience a peace knowing that no matter what happens in my life, I always have a center of peace to go to, and that is the relationship with God. Amen.